Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Believe Podcast Network, SoCal Sweat. My name is Ann McDaniels, a former NFL cheerleader and product manager turned actress and model who dreams of being a UFC fighter. Meow. Learning strategies to help motivate others leads me to bring you interviews each week from a range of athletes, experts in fitness and nutrition, and so much more. Thanks for listening to Believe, the number one podcast for working professionals, and let's push our endorphins to higher performance through SoCal Sweat. This is your host, Ann McDaniels, and thank you so much for joining me on a bonus episode of SoCal Sweat. I have some good news for you, all you coffee lovers out there. We are actually okay, according to the American Heart Association. A study was published on February 9th, and let me tell you a little bit about it. Now, February is Heart Health Month, and heart failure is the number one killer in the world, and the risks coincide with a poor diet, and obesity, lack of exercise, and smoking, which can all be reversed with an improved lifestyle. Worldwide, cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death, killing 17.9 million people every year. And this number is expected to grow past 23.6 million by 2030. Now, besides exercising a proper diet and not smoking, sometimes there are other habits that can potentially help decrease the risks as well. And this is where those of us my fellow kings and queens, my fellow paisans, who love the delicious indulgence of coffee. Some go to bed early, just so they can wake up and enjoy the beverage that is, well, everything. According to Dr. Linda Van Horn of Northwestern University, the risks and benefits of drinking coffee have been topics of ongoing scientific interest due to the popularity and frequency of consumption worldwide. On February 9th, the American Heart Association reported an analysis of three large well-known heart disease studies that found drinking one or more cups of caffeinated coffee were associated with decreased heart failure risk. Drinking decaf coffee, however, did not have the same benefit and may be associated with an increased risk for heart failure. There is not yet enough clear evidence to recommend increasing coffee consumption to decrease risk of heart disease with the same strength and certainty as stopping smoking, losing weight, or exercising, but any little bit can help. The analysis revealed that in all three studies, people who reported drinking one or more cups of caffeinated coffee had an associated decreased long-term heart failure risk. Drinking decaf coffee seemed to have the opposite case, but when the researchers examined this further, they found that caffeine consumption from any source appears to be associated with decreased heart failure risk. And caffeine was at least part of the research for the apparent benefit of drinking more coffee. The study was actually surprising. The association between caffeine and heart failure risk was kind of the opposite of what people thought. Coffee and caffeine have often been considered by the general population as being bad for the heart because it's associated with palpitations, high blood pressure, and then lack of sleep, which we all know in America, we definitely need more sleep and we're definitely lacking. The consistent relationship between increasing caffeine consumption 
and decreasing heart failure, risk turns that assumption on its head. But there's not enough clear evidence to recommend that increasing coffee consumption to decrease heart disease with the same strength and certainty as stopping, say, smoking, losing weight, or exercising can decrease the risk of heart failure. But, you know, any little bit helps, as I said before. And for those of us that love coffee, we can't hear that enough. And it is such sweet, sweet music to our ears. According to the current federal dietary guidelines, three to five eight-ounce cups of coffee per day can actually be part of a healthy diet. But that only refers to plain black coffee. Mm. The American Heart Association warns that popular coffee-based drinks such as lattes and macchiatos, although delicious, very delicious, are often high in calories, added sugar, and fat. And also, despite its benefits, research has shown that caffeine can also be dangerous if consumed in excess. And we know that in America, we have major problems with sleep, and this certainly doesn't help. And additionally, children should avoid caffeine. The American Academy of Pediatrics recommends that, in general, kids avoid beverages with caffeine altogether. So, while unable to prove a casualty, it is intriguing that these three studies suggest that drinking coffee is associated with a decreased risk of heart failure, and that coffee can be part of a healthy dietary pattern. If consumed, plain, again, without added sugar and high-fat dairy products such as cream. Now, just a couple fun facts before I go. I was very curious as to the longest Starbucks order in existence. The longest order that Starbucks can do is the double ristretto, venti, half soy, non-fat, decaf, organic, chocolate brownie, iced vanilla, double shot, gingerbread frappuccino, extra hot with foam, whipped cream, upside down, double blended, one sweet and low, one NutraSweet, and ice. That was the longest Starbucks reported. That's the longest order that they can actually do. And I'm sure you've been behind people that order the unicorn drinks and the Halloween specialties and the special order, the hidden menus, but I like my iced coffee and I, w- I don't want anything else. Just that iced coffee, I'm pretty easy. And one more fun fact, gross fact, the world's most expensive java comes from dung. And that's right, as gross as it sounds, black ivory coffee made from elephant dung costs more than $500 a pound. To make this questionable beverage, elephants in Thailand eat coffee cherries. And from there, the elephant's digestive enzymes somehow transform the compounds in the beans. And shockingly, this is not the first coffee in history made from, well, poop. (laughs) But anyway, I'll leave you with that. But anyway, for those of us who love coffee, we're actually okay. You know, caffeine, one to three drinks, one to three cups of caffeine can actually decrease the risk of heart failure. But let's please not forget that increased exercise, a healthy lifestyle, a much better, well-balanced, non-processed food diet, And just quitting smoking can really reduce heart failure. And that is the number one risk in America. It's the number one killer in America and the world. So let's keep taking care of ourselves. And cheers. Cheers to you Java lovers out there. I love you all. And have a wonderful day. And thank you so much for joining me on the bonus episode for American Heart Month, February 2021. From So Cal.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.